All right, we are live. Welcome to a live edition of the Good Guys podcast, aptly titled Ask a Good Guy Live. All right, we're going to be on here for a little bit. We'll answer some questions. So if you have questions, drop them in the chat. Are they over there? Is, is that, are they going to? That's the right something? side. Yeah, that's the right side. BD. Oh, okay. They'll be yeah. over there. Yep, they'll be over there. <laughs> Drop your questions over there, um, and we'll we'll pull as many questions as we possibly can. I can't be here all night. Both of us are married men, yeah. Um, but we'll we'll answer some questions. We'll pull them out. So go ahead and drop your questions, and uh, we'll get this thing started. Je, how you feeling over there, man? Man, all's well, BD. Man, just enjoying this quarantine life, my brother. Just enjoying it, man. Getting my rest up. Getting getting productive. Getting things done. Okay. The typical good guys way. Oh, you already know. You already know. Hey, good news. So I know we talked on the phone. And so I'm sure you're aware that during the Jordan documentary the other night, I was not watching the Jordan documentary. I was caking. All right. I was booed up with the wife watching some reality television. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a life of sacrifice that you have to, you know, that you have to, you just have to embrace or poor one. or poor planning. <laughs> That's probably what it was. I should have uh, should have let her know earlier in the day that I'm going to be watching the Michael Jordan documentary. But nevertheless, okay. Yesterday I went in and I couldn't find it anywhere because that's the reason I didn't really make a big deal out of it because I was like, okay, I'm going to be able to watch it later. So I'll watch this with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Get the cool points there, and then I'll watch the Jordan documentary the next day. I went the next day. And it was nowhere to be found. But today, I logged into Hulu, and there it was. So I will be watching the Jordan documentary, probably not tonight, but <laughs> one of these days. I, I really, I really thought you was going somewhere about tonight with that BD. But you, oh. you but see, you got to do things in the moment because tomorrow's not promised for us, good guys. For us, man, tomorrow's not promised to be for us. You know. No. So something today, yeah, something else will come up, and you'll be watching it next month right all right we got all some right. people in the chat box let's see who's here eddie Ed, what's up tricana i'm a jack y'all's name up please forgive me info me asap what's going on let us know where you guys watching from as well miss nita paris bailey i rate this podcast keep up the good work thank you so much you know thank, thank you for the you. rating and those who's coming in go ahead and like go ahead and share with the good guy good gal of, that you know and um and let's get this let's get this channel booming, man. We we've, we've been booming. It's been uh, over the last week, man. We got a lot of subs, so we greatly appreciate the day ones and day twos. Absolutely. And if you haven't subscribed yet, I'm hoping you're subscribed if you're in this chat. But if you haven't, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Help us out. We're growing at a rapid pace now. We're trying to <coughs> we're trying to get this thing off the ground. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you know whenever we drop a new podcast and whenever we go live. We got a question, J.E.? Already, man. So they don't see, 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 those who come from from the Coach Josh page, they're familiar with this. Um, those on the Good Guys channel, y'all getting familiar with this. There's some people that's been copying and pasting questions waiting for this moment. And Info Me ASAP, who's a faithful watcher, okay, has her first question. All right. Inform Me ASAP has a question. Question. As a woman that is interested in a man, is it okay to call and put it out there? J.E., you want to start it off? Nah, I wouldn't do it. 
you know, you're the prize. You're the you're the good thing that the God gives the man, um, because the moment you start making an effort to make it easy for him, he won't be able to really uh, uh, value it. Uh, what a man works hard for, what a man works for, he has a better chance of of keeping. And so my advice to you is that if you're interested in a man, uh, make sure that you're interested in the man, Christ Jesus, because he is the one that's going to lead and guide you into the person that he has for you. And because the more you practice making yourself available, the more you uh, uh uh, uh, limit your opportunity for personal development. And also it kind of, it could possibly prove if you act on this, a level of discontentment as if like, you know, I don't trust God in this area. And, and, and the man that you see right now, if that ain't the one for you, um, um, it's going to be a waste of time, a waste of energy. And, and you don't want to, you don't want to make that man feel that you're easy or make that man feel like, or you completely, um, rid him of the opportunity that God has placed inside every man. That's the ability to hunt. We are hunters. We love to go get it. We love we love to <clears throat> for the good man, not, not to go get that, but we like to go go after the things that that we have been commissioned of the Lord to go after. So is it okay to call and put it out there? No, just just trust God because I promise you. Um, how I met my wife, God ordained it. I didn't know. I didn't look her. I didn't look her up online. She didn't look me up online. It happened in God's providential timing. So the best advice that I can give you from this side of the good guys uh, uh, channel is, you know, leave it up to God because God uh, built men to pursue. And if you stifle that opportunity for him to pursue, um, he'll leave you just as quickly as he pursued you or he'll leave. It will be it'll be too easy for him is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, <clears throat> to a certain extent, if this is somebody that you work with, I mean, you know, if you want to, you know, maybe walk across his path a couple more times than normal, you know, to see if he, you know, picks up on a hint and says something, then I mean, you know, maybe do that. But as far as like, really like calling and like actively taking that first step, no, nah, I wouldn't recommend that. Um, like J.E. said, we as guys, we are we are programmed to hunt. So, um, yeah, any, it, 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 anything that comes easy, mm. we're probably not going to take it seriously long term. One of the main things that uh, reasons why I'm married to my wife today is because she made nothing easy. Like I came at her and, you know, she she made me work for every inch that I gained. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And so I was like, OK, this one's different. Uh, this is somebody that I really need to pursue. Obviously, there were many a plethora of other things that made her the one for me. But that was like one of the initial signs that, you know, this is something that I'm working for. I worked for this. You know, she 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 she, you know, she's the type of woman that I need to be with. So I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And my wife made it difficult for me, too. And both of these women end up marrying good guys. That formula never goes old. Yeah. If you let a man do what a man's supposed to do in regards to his position in the relationship, you have a greater chance of that thing uh, lasting. If you make it easy, easy come, easy goes. There you go. All right, Swagger D in the building. What's going on? Grandmaster got a question, BD. Okay, Grandmaster. <clears throat> hey, guys, very lost on if I should play video games or not. That's a good question. It's kind of going to depend. You know, I, I, there's a lot of variables there. I don't know where you're at. Are you a billionaire? Are you a millionaire? If you're a millionaire, then maybe you can play video games. Um, if you are where you want to be financially, if you are fulfilling your purpose uh, and, you, you know, 
you you're, you're, you've accomplished all the goals that you've set for yourself in life. You've accomplished uh, you're carrying out what God's purpose and will for you is and you still have time to play video games, then that's fine. Um, it's not necessarily that playing video games is a bad thing. It's just how much you do it. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing is necessarily, I mean, some things are inherently bad, but most things are, are bad, but not in moderation, I guess I could say, you yeah. know what I mean? So for me, um, I do have a PlayStation 4. I don't, I only really play on weekends. I pretty much limit myself to weekends. And even then, I really only play like maybe a couple hours. Like, I just normally have other stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like, between my purpose, my call, my job, my wife, my kids, and you might not have a wife and four kids. I don't know what your situation is, but there's other things that you could be doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, I feel like if I'm not like a millionaire, if or if I'm not just completely like fulfilling God's purpose in my life, then if I don't feel like I'm there yet, then I feel like there's something I could be doing to 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 work towards that that's more productive than playing a video game. So not saying that you shouldn't play video games at all per se, but you definitely want to moderate it um, and, and be aware of the time that you're spending on activities like a video game, which is not going to move you any closer to your goals or your purpose. Yeah, that's good points, BD. And to help you out, Grandmaster is this, man. If you want to be a Grandmaster, man, if you want to be a master of anything, um, um, you got to put things in priorities. You see what I'm saying, fam? Um, because if you think about it, like the only times I play video games when my nephew's over, because um, that's bonding. Um, but man, there's so much to do before I play video games, man. Uh, uh, only reason why I say it is uh, the only way, only other reason why you should play video games, if you're making money from playing video games. That's there you go. If you want to play video games all day, <clears throat> you better be a grandmaster at video games. Because you, you can make a lot of money playing video games. You can make games. a lot of money in video games. but Because I, I promise you, a wife don't mind what you do in reason and in scripture if it brings money in. <laughs> and so if you, are, if you are a pro, now, if you want to pursue pro video game level, do that on your own time. Don't do that when you got a girl or a woman or a wife. You see what I'm saying? Because she's going to look at you and like, that you're still pursuing your dreams. But but when you get into the realities of life, man, you're going to realize, man, as a man with with family, with responsibilities, with ministry, with purpose, you really don't have time. And it's OK to play after you have taken care of everything else. If it's a recreation, if it's a way, because men, a lot of ladies be like, why guys play video games? Because we're trying to escape the world we live right. in. For sure. So, so if it's if it's a um, like BD said in moderation, if it's an opportunity for you to ex not escape your responsibilities, but after you have finished your responsibilities and it's just your opportunity of recreation, do that in moderation. Do it two hours a week. You know what I'm saying? Um, but especially do it two one to two hours a week if you're pursuing goals. It should be like most people. BD always say, don't earn the sleep that they that they use. They don't earn it because they don't even work hard that day. If you right. bust your butt all week, you bust your butt all day and you've handled yours and your responsibilities, you deserve the right to do anything that's 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 what God ordained for you to do. But if you know you playing that game and you escaping reality and you escaping responsibilities, that's when it becomes a problem. So if you're making money, cool. Yeah. Or if it's like, you know, like like Jay said, it, it can be. And, and that's really how I use it is just to escape. But yeah. um, 
not escaping my responsibilities. This That's is after right. I've handled everything. So my recommendation would be if it's something that you enjoy, make it a reward. Like, hey, there you go. these are the things, these are the goals that I have. These are the actionable steps that I need to take this week. These are things I need to get this, this week. And then make sure that I do this week in order to move towards that goal. I knocked all these things out. Cool. I'll play two games, of, uh, two hours of video game, that type of thing. But make sure it's, you know, a set amount of time. Monitor the amount that you're playing. Don't just say, all right, I can play video games now. And you look up and you've played video games for eight straight hours. Like, don't do that. Rewards are always sweeter when you right. finish your responsibilities. Exactly. Man, no man. It, I, I can't reward myself if I still got responsibilities to handle. No. All right. Great question, fam. <clears throat> Raw scallops. Raw scallops. Hey, guys, what are some tips to maintaining a strong relationship with God, especially during this quarantine? Oh, we're going back and forth. That's right. So just toss up the slim rev. All right. Um, <laughs> basically, raw scallops um, utilize this opportunity as an opportunity. Um, I, I life coached someone earlier today and we talked about this, um, how to regain my uh, how to regain one's fire for God. And and fires continue to blaze when there's logs put in the fire. Right. Um, uh, uh, spiritual fire is birthed from spiritual disciplines, raw scallops. So uh, a relationship, any type of relationship requires effort. And, and even in marriage, it's, it's difficult at times to engage it. You know what I'm saying? So all relationships are to some degree have their difficulties in developing them. And so you have to examine that the relationship is not any, there's no uh, issues or defects from his end. It's usually from our end. And and in order to uh, maintain a strong relationship with God, you got to treat him like a person. The reason why people don't have a genuine thrive relationship with God, because they treat him like a machine, not a person. When you treat God like a person, then you will have empathy. You have understanding to a degree because you're not going to completely understand or comprehend God. But you will begin to see him as he is. Right. Um, and it's hard to build a relationship with someone that you don't have a clarity of, that you don't understand who he is. So what I always advise people is to go to Google and type in the attributes of God. Learn more about him. Get to know him. Uh, make yourself available. Um, this is a great opportunity to wean off of certain previous distractions um, um, it, because it's hard to hear from uh, it's hard to hear from God with loud distractions. It's hard to hear from God if you don't have a still life. So during this quarantine where a lot of these external uh, outdoor distractions have been removed, it's a great opportunity to say, okay, what logs can I add to the fire? Um, first off, I'm going to lay my life down, right? I'm going to obey scriptures, right? And I'm going to get to know God. That's how, that's logs. S, how can I do it? How else can I do it? I'm going to get into the scriptures. That's how you put logs to the fire. I'm going to lay my life down and die to myself. You said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him first deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. The Bible talks about denying yourself or killing yourself or mortifying the deeds of your flesh daily. Uh, number two, I got to uh, open up opportunities. That's the all I'm going to uh, use for logs to the fire. I'm going to open up opportunities to get to know God. Set a time, set a date during your week where you say, God, it's me and you. Undivided attention for you. Now, when it comes to God, you're open and available to him throughout the day. But there are certain moments in the week that you dedicate where you lay before him, where you open yourself to him and, and, and allow him to kind of uh, 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 just work on you and, and or 
creatively work on things. So lay your life down, open up opportunity to get to know God. G, actually get to know him by understanding his attributes. And number four, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Fire comes by reading and reading by the word of God. So get into the scriptures, those spiritual disciplines of getting to know God in the scriptures and laying your life down, mortifying your flesh, all those different things will help you uh, develop your relationship with God. But last but not least, what are your desired outcomes from this relationship? You see what I'm saying? What are your desired outcomes? If it's just to get stuff from him, then your relationship ain't gonna go that far from him. But if your desired outcomes with between you and God is to really get to know him and be a friend of his and to be effective and useful for him. Oh, you'll have certain discipline outputs. You're going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this because I need to do this to ensure. Like for me, I have to spend time with God because you know what? I decided to be a husband. And if I'm going to be a leader of this home, I got to make sure I stay in fervency and fire with God and in fellowship with him. Um, but sin separates you from fellowship. Now, nothing can separate you from the love of God. So let me make sure I make, make this theolo theologically sound. For those who are sealed by the spirit of God, positionally, positionally, you are sealed and saved. Relationally, you still have to repent. Relationally, you still have to uh, 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 progress. So in position, I mean, God's still going to love me. <clears throat> I'm saved. But God loves us all equally, but does he trust us all equally? Trust comes with trustworthiness and maturity. So you, your desired outcome say, God, I want to be effective in the arts. I want to be effective in law. I want to be effective in these areas. And I can't do this without you. Then you're going to naturally by default out of love because of love that was shown to you. You're going to be like, I, I, I'm going to keep this thing going for God. I'm going to stay with him because me without him, I am nothing. When you realize without him, you are nothing. You'll fellowship with him often. Yeah. Um, very well said by Josh. Um, the only thing I would add, I mean, just take advantage of the extra time yeah. that you have. Like for me, my goal, you know, is to actually come out of this quarantine situation with a stronger relationship with God. That is That's a desired right. outcome that I'm, you know, that I that I want. And the thing that the quarantine has allowed me to do is have more time. Uh, it's allowed life to kind of slow down because, you know, for me, like, you know, J.E.'s married too, but, you know, married with kids and a job and all the responsibilities that comes with that is just constantly going one thing after the uh, after the other. And a lot of times you kind of have to just kind of sneak in that time with God where you can get it in. <clears throat> um, whereas during this time during the quarantine, everything slowed down. Like I can I can schedule set aside time, you know, to really just fellowship with God to really turn on, you know, get some good worship music going and just talk to God. I think that's something that sometimes a lot of people don't do, like just talk to him, like, you know, tell him what's going on um, and then just be quiet and just be still and just and, and just hear. That's when I hear, you know, the directions and the things that I need to be doing for my fam for my family and my life, like just being quiet before God. A lot of times we have just constantly, especially in 2020, today's day and age, cell phones, TVs, you know, just constant distraction, constant noise. And we're never just quiet. And that's when God speaks to us. So make sure you just use it. Take advantage of the extra time to have that quiet time before God and just talk to him. Tell him what's going on with you, how you really feeling, what you're struggling with, and just be quiet and just hear from him. <clears throat> and that's a great way, you know, to, like I said, 
hey, make it a point. Like, hey, I'm coming out of this quarantine. Like me and God going to be like this. Like when I come out this quarantine, you know what I mean? So that that's my advice. I'm not as, you know, the, theological, theological as J.E., <laughs> just, that's, just why they, that's why they, that's why I'm the slim rev BD. Just like, <laughs> let me handle this. You, you start, you start, BD, BD sound now. BD sound in the oh, scriptures oh, now. Oh, we sound. Now. We went to the same high school, the same college. Oh yeah. Victor Christensen or Roberts University. We're sound. I'm just a rev. You know. And he has four kids in a way. <laughs> All right. Next question. Miss Nita Scarver, what does it mean when a guy ghosts you for one month, but out of the blue sends you a text saying thinking of you really? Oh, yeah, he's over 50 years old. Mm. Um, So we touched on this last week. We actually had a couple questions uh, during the live about ghosting. Look, guys, uh, if a guy ghosts you for any amount of time, it's time to move it on. It's, it, keep it moving. Keep it moving. A guy who's interested in you will not ghost you. There's, a, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that can happen over the course of a relationship. But if a man of God is interested in you, he will not be ghosting you. This guy is over 50 years old. Like, he, you too old to be playing games at 50? 50? Yeah. Come on. If, you, if he's 50 years old, he knows exactly what he wants. And if he doesn't at the age of 50... That's a problem. If he, you know, so yeah, if he, look, if he's, he goes to you for a month. Um, if, a, like I said last week, if a man of God says, hey, I need to take a step back for a predetermined period of time. So I get my mind right. So I can get my relationship with God right. I got some things that I got to work on. Then that's okay. That's a different thing. But if he just ghosts you, no. Yeah. It's a big difference between a godly man and a ghostly man. Mm. You know, a ghostly man is a friend of ghost. And you know what ghosts do, you know? And so what do you understand? A godly man will always communicate his actions. That's what leaders do. You know what I'm saying? Even in our marriage, BD and I, we both communicate with our wives. This is the direction that we're, this is what I'm feeling where we communicate. A real man is going to look you in the eye and say, you know what? Right now in this juncture of my life, I need some separation. I need some time. I think I've, I jumped the gun with this, or I just think right now I'm going through something in my life and I may not talk to you for a month. If, if a man leaves without communicating, that man is not a man. You see what I'm saying? Men don't mind conflict. My men don't mind um, having tough conversations. You see what I'm saying? Because if he can't have that conversation with you now, what else is he hiding from you? Communication That's a good point. That's a, good point. a man is going to always communicate because he was the one that initiated. So ghostly men, they, they're a friend of ghosts. You see what I'm saying? And ghosts are deceptive. You see what I'm saying? Ghosts are illusions. They're not who they say they have said they are. You see what I'm saying? And so, um, a godly man will always communicate. A godly man doesn't mind tough conversations. A godly man is going to step to the plate to make sure that he finished what he starts or ends what he starts by making sure it is clear. Now, if he's clear and he, if a man is clear and a woman just do whatever she wants, that's on, that's on her, not on him. But a man who doesn't know how to communicate will always leave those who is around him in confusion. So what I would do is understand the age number, but a number. You can be 50. There's a lot of pe there's a lot of um, men who are only men by oh, there are people. There are two types of guys, males and men. Males are 
who who they are by what's between their legs. Men is who they are between their ears. Oh my Get him, Jamie. Oh man, I had to put that out there, BD. <laughs> That's a good word right there. That's some wisdom. What's up, family? Leeton Hanson, what's going on? Sending love from the UK. Thank you, UK, family. That's what I'm talking about. Gap 2376. Good evening, good guys. Greetings for Para Marido. Marido. Para Marido. I'm looking at that. Where is that? I'm looking it up. How you spell it, BD? P A R A M A R I B O. Capital of Suriname. Suriname. Say what? Is the capital city of Suriname on the banks of the Suriname River? Is that That's what? Not us at all. Let me look at the map. My guess it's in the Caribbean. Nah, man, that that that. Uh, oh, I'm shrinking the map out, bro. What country is this? Suriname, uh, Guyana. Oh, that's South. Ooh, America. Okay. That's South America. Okay. Thank you for watching it from South America. Oh, Florida in the building too. Don't matter. I don't care if you're up the street. I don't care if you're a next door neighbor. I don't care if you in Korea. I don't care where you are, wherever you're watching. We man, it's humbling. So glad that y'all would join us on Very this live. True. Very true. Florida in the building. Hey, from South Africa. Oh man, Manchester. Thank y'all so much for watching. Hey, y'all, Arkansas. Hey, Scotty Pippen country. <laughs> hey, from Florida. New York in the building. London, New England. York. Oh, another question. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Bruh. Hey, I lived up there, man. You know what I mean? It might have been. No, no, bro, 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 bro. You visited. You, you, you was briefly, briefly lived there. Mm -mm. I was where there we... for two and a half years. Bro, where was you born? I was born in Tacoma, Washington, actually. Where was you raised? <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. Hey, man. Um, y'all, let us know. Comment. We're gonna we're gonna try to least before we go. If y'all if we have time, if y'all got a good this or that or good uh or one's gotta go. Mm. If you got if you got a good this or that or one's gotta go, you will actually witness the good guys go through that live. Mm. Oh, right, we got a question. Oh yeah, it's up there. Salmonella, not salmonella. I'm sorry. Don't do that, Je. Oh. It is Samella. Oh my bad, bro. It's small print, bro. Small. I'm sorry, Samella. Miss Cam Campbell. Je and the Good Guys mm -hmm. podcast. <laughs> that man just called you Salmonella. Man, right. bro. I'm sorry, bro. Samella Campbell. Is it possible for God to bring your spouse when you're not ready? With that being said, is there a second chance? Did I answer the last one first, or you did? I think you did, bro. What was the last okay. question? Hmm. I don't remember. I'll go ahead and take this one, BD, first. Man. All right, go ahead and kick it off. Is it possible no, for God? Yeah, to... I answered the last one first. You got All it. Right. Is it possible for God to bring your spouse and you're not ready? Um, it depends on what ready is. You know, are you ready to get married? No, he won't bring you that per. I mean, he. Oh, hold on, let me make a bigger plan. God can do whatever he wants. Let's theologically put that out, put that down, do whatever he wants. Now, like for me, I can only give you my story. I met my wife, but was I ready to be married to her? No, but I was ready to meet her. There's two different mm -hmm. times of meeting. You can meet them, but not be ready to marry them. That's right. obvious. So yes, you. but if you're immature and it's not God's providential timing, then you're not going to meet that person. God is not going to put you in a position of idolatry. God would not put you in a position to put someone or something else before him. 
So if you're in a mature state and you and you've been ready for a season, um, and 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 God sees fit in his from his vantage point that y'all are ready to meet, then y'all will meet. But if you gotta look at your heart, if you know for a fact your heart's just not ready for that next level, you don't know your purpose, you don't even know who you are. Um, whoever you met in between that season has a 90% chance of being a counterfeit. Because God would never, like I said before, bring someone into your life that will set you up for idolatry. Now, you may be interested, you may be intrigued, but you will not idolize, right? Um, so like we said before, you may meet them, but you may not be ready to marry them. So so you, your, your real definition is on you because you know the nuance of your situation. You says, and you're not ready. Ready for what? If you're not ready for marriage, then... Will God release the one to you? But if you're ready to meet the person, then you'll meet the person. But you may not be ready to marry them. But only you know what that last part of not ready means. If you're just not ready and you know you're not ready, whoever you're considering is probably not the one for you. Or who knows? Because God is, is, you know, he is who he is. And uh, with that being said, is there a second chance? So I'm guessing you, uh, y'all had a relationship and... And all that good stuff. It could be one of two things. It could have been that you met this guy and you think you might have messed it up and and now y'all whatever, whatever. Um, God is a God of a second chance, but don't worry so much about the chance. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry so much about the person because God through his Holy Spirit is very clear in guiding you. That's my two cents on that. Yeah. Um, like he said, it, it kind of depends on what you mean when you say you're not ready. Are you talking about to date that person? Or are you talking about to meet that person? Are you talking about to marry that person? Um, but yeah, um, as far as the second part of the question, with that being said, is there a second chance? So, I mean, I mean, it's possible, but I don't know. Je answered this one pretty good. Like if 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 it's meant to be, you know, if, if God will God will find a way to get that person back to you. But I wouldn't, you know, go out and try to initiate it myself. Nah. Like don't try to force it <clears throat> because you feel like you might have, you know, missed out on on the right person. Um, I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to there is only one person in the universe you know, that has to be, you know, the one for you. I think that there are maybe a handful of people, you know, whose whose purpose and whose calling uh, can line up with what God wants you to do. And if you guys come together and submit to his, you know, guidance and his leadership, then you can make that marriage work. So with that said, you know, I don't want, don't, don't feel like you have to put a ton of pressure on yourself. Like, oh man, I messed it up. Like I missed, you know, the one that God had for me. No, don't 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 feel that way and condemn yourself and try to go for something that doesn't need to be. Um, just wait for God. Just make sure that you're ready the next time, you know, he brings the right uh, a person your way um, whose whose purpose aligns with yours and, and, and you know, who you can submit to in a godly um, relationship. So spend that time, work on yourself, make sure that your relationship with God is airtight. Make sure that you know what your purpose and your calling is so that you are ready uh, when that when that time comes. All right. Oh, it's almost 3 a.m. in South Africa. Wow, man, that's humbling, man, that that's you will crazy. get up in the middle of the wee hours of the morning. We appreciate that. Oh, we yeah. Appreciate that. Ava C says. 
You know how some shows would be like, Ava C says, and then another voice comes in. And, okay. Yeah, uh, we, we can do that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are your advice for teens and getting into godly relationships? I make sure to keep God first in everything I do. Is 16 old enough? Um, you want me to take that BD? Okay, go ahead. B, you, you go, no, you I mean, like 16 is young. Like, I don't want to say like you are forbidden from like having any kind of relationship at that age, <clears throat> but you just want to be very careful. Like you are young, man. Like you got a lot of life ahead of you. You, you know, at 16, like, do you know exactly what it is that your calling is? Do you know exactly what it is that God wants you to do? Um, you may know at the age of 16. I didn't know at the age of 16. I didn't know, you know, how to walk and chew bubblegum at the same time at the age of 16. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at the age of 16. I was a completely different person at the age of 16. So most, I, and I can't, I can't speak for women. Y'all do mature faster than we do, but most men at the age of 16 are not in a position to be, you know, um, in a godly relationship and, and, and lead a woman of God. So my advice at the age of 16 would be to maintain friendships. Um, you know, you can kick it, you know, maybe in group settings or things like that and just kind of, you know, get familiar with uh, hanging out with a person of the opposite sex, you know, kind of start to get a feel for things about the opposite sex that you like, things that you don't like, what your preferences are. But as far as like really getting into a relationship and really putting your heart and your, you know, your, your everything into a relationship at the age of 16, I don't think is the most wise thing to do. So I would definitely say, make sure your relationship with God is tight and pray, you know, and, and kind of seek God's guidance um, in that. But my guidance personally, I wouldn't recommend getting into a serious relationship at the age of 16. Yeah, Ava, because first off, no mature man is going to be able to date you because mature men don't mature until they're like late 20s. We so don't. that's we that's don't. so those guys are out of the equation because you're underage. Um, so you just have to understand where you where you are right now. And I understand how difficult it can be because BD and I, we was in the same boat. We we had girlfriends, I'm sure. I mean, we did in high school. Um, but are we married to them? No. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you don't really know what you really want in life. You're 16. And that's not being that's not being harsh. We just speaking the truth. You know, I didn't really uh, grow into myself until about mid to late 20s. Um, I didn't really know my purpose until about 19 to 20. You see what I'm saying? And even then I had to go through my ups and downs. And so the best advice that I can give you in this meantime is to realize that God um, knows the right timing for you to meet the person, knows the right timing that you are mature enough and that gentleman is mature enough to court you. And in the meantime, discover, develop, and distribute your purpose. Right now, I'm so glad that the younger J.E. wrote those six books, created those two card games, created that YouTube channel 12 years ago. I'm so glad because now my purpose has something to offer um, to my to, to my position as a husband and what I give to my wife. And, and, and because you have to understand who you are. And 16, you're just barely scratching the surface of who you are. So don't worry about who's dating and who's in relationships right now, your age. They're just doing it for the gram. Um, don't do things for the gram. Do things for God. And, and God got you. See, the good guys did it the right way. 
the, by the help of the Holy Ghost to the best of our ability. We didn't do everything perfect. We didn't do everything great. But by all means, we we got through. And, and where we are now is because we did what we had to do to the best of our ability to help of God the right way. And um, and will we go back into relationships? Probably not. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Would I would have spent more time instead of spending all that money on gas and spending my money buying gifts and spending my money on the wrong person? No. Would I would I all that heartbreak, Jake, you know, Slim Rev getting cheated on, you know what I'm saying? Would I would I want to repeat that? No. So keep your heart to yourself. Guard it with all diligence. Right. Take care of yourself. Grow in the things of God. Grow in who you need to be and who you were created to be. And I promise you, all the time these people are wasting in relationships, they're they're extending the gap between what they really want and where they are. Because now they got all this time of healing they got to go through, all this time of 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 self you know, dealing with their self-hate they got to go through, all this, they got to refurbish themselves. That's, you don't want to go through the unnecessary stuff. So that's that's my advice on that. Definitely. <clears throat> Paris Bell says, good guys. My God bless you guys from Washington, D.C. Thank you, Miss Paris. D.C., Chocolate City. BD, how much time you got left, man? How much time? We had 36 minutes. So okay. I didn't know if you want to do a good, I don't know how much time you want to go. And then we can get into the ones got to go or this or that. I don't know if anyone put one down there. I didn't know yeah, how we got one down there, but uh, I got another 15, 20. Another 15, 20. Okay. So we got a few more, a couple, about two or three more questions. All right. Jody Curry says, as a man, I feel impatient. Ooh, we got it. We got that digital high five. All right. As a man, I feel impatient. I've been single for a long time and I feel lonely <clears throat> and discouraged. How do I be patient when waiting for a wife? I forgot which order we went in. Did I take the last one? You took the yeah, last one, right? You went first because she was a teenager. Okay. You got it. Go ahead, J.E. As a man, I feel impatient. Been there. I've been singing for a long time. Been there. Feeling lonely and discouraged. Been there. How do I be patient when waiting for a wife? Understand that it takes a while to make a husband and a wife. You have to be it before you be it. You see what I'm saying? You have to have the traits before you actually partake. Okay. And and what I mean by that is, is that <clears throat> impatience is a is a mindset. Um, patience is the fruit of the spirit, impatience the fruit of, the, of society. See? So when you understand the fruit of the spirit, you understand that there's a reason why I must be patient. The Bible says, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Understand that. The reason why many of us are discouraged because we don't know spiritual mathematics. You have to count it all joy, count it all joy. Right now, this is a joyful experience because all of the tough times, all of the seasons of long suffering, I am more who I am today is a product of those seasons. You don't grow when times are great. You grow when times are tough. So it is these periods of fighting loneliness and fighting impatience that you actually begin um, to fight off things of yourself. Um, but patience comes from perspective. I'm patient because I understand why I must be patient. The Bible says, count all joy when you go through various trials. You have to go through various trials. Why? Because you are the product of the trials you go through. You have to be tested. Every item from this uh, microphone to this laptop went through tests before it was in production. 
Before it was in consumers' hands, they had to go through tests because if they create a product that they never tested and it, it malfunctions amongst the people, then they lose business. You see what I'm saying? So you have to go through various trials. Various trials means trials from this angle, trials from that angle. You got to go through various trials so that the Bible says, kind of join go through various trials. Knowing this, you have to know that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when patience has had her perfect work, you will be complete, whole, and lacking nothing. Patience is a surgeon. Patience must have her full work. If 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 Brandon's wife at three months was like, I'm ready for this baby to be born. I don't care. The son ain't gonna have, ain't gonna have no kneecaps. The son ain't gonna have no ankles. Probably ain't gonna have no spleen. But she has to allow the full nine months. My wife, I can't look at her stomach and be like, man, I'm ready to have children. And she's three months, four months in. That's idiotic. But if you understood and trust God's vantage point of your life, you will be able to say, I see why God's doing what he's doing. The best way to have patience is to look down the path of where you would like to be and see it for what it really is. Do you know what marriage really is like? Hmm. Jody, do you know what sacrifice is really like? Do you know when you're tired and your eyes are ready to go to sleep, but your wife wants to talk to you? You know what that's like? Do you know what it's like um, 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 to be a, just to be sacrificial and right? And you don't get no, no kudos until you're 58. Do you know what that's like? So what I'm saying is we are speaking on this side of the fence. <laughs> Trust us. Marriage is beautiful in its time. Because if you're not ready for what comes with marriage, you, you're going to want to be out of it. But because we have been groomed and ready for it, we don't mind the excess stuff or the extra stuff or the stuffy stuff that comes with it. Because we, we stepped into this role. So talk to some people that know about marriage and let them counsel you. Be like, young man, take your time. There's a lot that you can get done right now. I got my stuff done. I'm so glad I got that stuff done. I'm so glad I found my purpose because when you know your purpose, you know your person. You see what I'm saying? And so as a man, I feel impatient. You got to you got to check up here. Why are you impatient? Why do you want it? Don't don't listen. Don't get so caught up in that scripture. Well, well I'm burning with passion. I'm burning with I need to get I need to find somebody to you know that self-control issue right there. If you if you want to get married because you just feel whatever God's taking too long, man, ask Rebecca who had John the Baptist. It took her a very long time to have a child. There's a purpose for things. But if you don't maximize this season, you extend this season. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, BD. Yeah, just um, the, the best piece of advice I think we can give you from this side of it is just be patient, man. Like it's, trust me, <laughs> uh, like J.E. said, marriage is a beautiful thing. It is. It, it, and marriage is amazing. It's nothing like having somebody, you know, who has your back, regardless of the circumstances, to go through the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations of life <clears throat> with. It's amazing. It's amazing. But it's also a lot that comes with marriage, man. It, it's not roses. You know, I know, you know, a lot of people like to paint, you know, this 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 perfect image of marriage and you know, it's 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 the greatest thing ever. Uh, you got the fairy tale wedding, all that jazz, happily ever after. Look, man, it's hard times, 
right? Like there, there's, there's ups and there's there some really low downs and it's a lot of sacrifice. It's yeah. a lot of sacrifice. A lot of the things that you can do now, you may or may not be able to do when you're married or at least not as much as you want to, or when you want to. So it's a life of sacrifice. It's a life of discipline. There are rewards that come with sacrifice and discipline, just like right. anything else that you do in life. If you, you know, sacrifice and discipline yourself when it comes to the foods you eat, there are rewards. You're healthy. You can live longer. If you're uh, disciplined and sacrifice as far as your, your, your physical fitness, you benefit from that. So it's the same thing in marriage, but a good marriage comes from sacrifice and discipline. That's right. Sacrifice and discipline, dying to yourself, dying to, you know, like J.E. said, you might feel like you're burning with lust. Look, when you get married, you're not just going to be able to get it on whenever you want to. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be like she's got to be, you know, ready at the same time. You have to have been handling your responsibilities. You might have to, you know, set the mood sometimes, do a little candlelight dinner in order to get to that. So it's not just, uh, oh, when I get married, I won't have <clears throat> this problem anymore. No, you will still have to discipline yourself. You yeah. will not always be able to have that experience whenever you want to. Love making takes work. It takes because, work. Let me let me put you on game too. As a man, there's been times where we both can admit we've been married and didn't want it to do it. Not because of our wives. Sometimes you don't. Because it's responsibilities. See, <laughs> lust, lust is lust comes from. I want to make it vulgar. Lust comes from down there. Love comes from up here. As a man, some there gonna be some days you're gonna be like, listen, man, your wife just looking amazing, looking like looking like a good roast. You see what I'm saying? Good, good chicken. You know what I'm saying? Something good. But you're tired up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so we tell we're, we're telling you it is work. It's a good work, but you gotta be a worker. <laughs> and sometimes so, she won't look delicious to you. Sometimes yeah. she will be on your last nerves. Y'all will both be on each other's last nerves. And you so. have to come back and, and amend it. The Bible says, don't let the oh, there's been many a times you've been I was tempted to let two or three days go by, but I can't. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's 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 beautiful, it's it's good because you know it causes you to die to yourself, it causes you to sacrifice because it causes you to become a better person. It does. You see your flaws, it causes you to become a better person, but it's not all peachy keen. So what I'm saying is <clears throat> you good over there. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I I know, I know you want to be married, I got you, but there are a lot of things, there are a lot of advantages that you have that me and JE do not have. We can't, like, we can't, we can't go back. We can't go back. Not even, so, we can't even go back up here. We can't even go back up here. Right. We can't go back to where you're at. You can get to where we're at. We can't go back to where you're at. So while you're there, JE, I think you dropped off. Okay. We're, we're here. While you're there, handle what you need to handle. Like make sure, do you know what your purpose is? Do you know, do you have, I mean, if you have a nine to five, that's cool, but is there anything else that God is calling you to do? Are there any gifts and talents that you could be developing? Like, man, focus on that kind of stuff. Find something. If it's volunteer work, whatever the case may be to keep your mind occupied, man, the marriage will come. And when it comes, you're not going back to being single. You can't. Listen, <clears throat> let me tell you something. The worst thing you can do, and I've counseled people on this, is to be married with regrets. You know why? 
See, I don't have no regrets. I don't want to go back to being single. That's that's tough. That's a tough life. You know what I'm saying? This is a tough life too. They both got their own trials. But at least I, I wrote my books. At least I at least I wrung the rag of my singleness and got as much as I can get out of it. See what I'm saying? There are some people that when you married and you got kids, it's going to be hard to get to that book now. It's going to be hard to get to that business now. It's going to be hard to start that thing now because you got babies crying. You got a wife that needs you. Don't step into a position that you ain't finished the last position. Because I'm telling you, the assignments of your singleness are there. And one thing, once you get married, your time goes like this. And now you have to wait till your wife. Most of my work is done when my wife is either asleep or not at home. Because when she's awake and when she's home, I'm a servant. I don't serve myself until she's asleep. Right. Because I got to always be on as husband. I, I'm sacrificing. But if I want to make my other goals happen, when she sleep, I go into the room, cut the light on, get to work. That's it. So my brother, like BD said, stay over there, bro. Enjoy it while you got it. Because once you're over here, you can't go. You can go back. You back through divorce. You can go back. You don't want those problems. But you don't want those problems. Sandra Thomas says. Hello, I am 35 years old and I currently live with my mother right now because I cannot afford my own place. How can I get over this feeling and trust God with my old place in the future? J.E., I got to let you have that one. Listen, man, listen. I stayed with my mom until I was about 28, 29 years old. Stacked that money, got stuff done, got on my own. Why? Because I ain't stupid. See, home is a resource when you need it. When you need it, it's not, I'm not sitting there saying that we're talking about it when you need to, and then you go out and do what you got to do. So the goal is it doesn't matter what you have to do. If it's within reason, if it's for a purpose, if it's for bettering yourself, right? So, but you got to understand what comes with that, her house, you see what I'm saying? So you have to, it is what it is. And, and that's a great motivator. To, to, to get your own place. But but the good thing about this is, is that um, I remember when I couldn't get back to Oral Roberts University and I was thrown into my mother's living room with just my Bible and my belongings. And I was discouraged because BD was back at ORU. All my friends was back at ORU. And I was just left there. Um, and I was like, man, I'm back home. And until I realized that I began to hone in on who I am. I began to hone in on my purpose. And it gave me about eight years to really maximize and find myself. And being with my mom was a safe haven. I couldn't imagine as I was getting pruned out of lustful things, getting pruned out of craziness. If I had my own place with the ministry, with women coming in and out of it, hindsight being 2020, that was a safe haven. It kept me safe. It kept me out of certain troubles. You see what I'm saying? And so only God knows the reason of why you're, I wouldn't even call it a setback, but when you're set back into your mom's house. So God has a reason for it and 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 do what you must do. Be wise with your money, set goals. And then over time, you'll be out of there and on your own and able, stable. I haven't been back since. You know what I'm saying? Got a house, garage, got a, uh, a wife, ticking. I'm able to keep it going. So there's no need to go back. 
Um, but but use it when you need to use it. And 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 that's that's my advice on that. Yeah. Um, here's what you don't want to do is and a lot of people do it because they can't humble themselves to live with their parents. They go out and they try to get their own place and they try to get their own things and they can't really afford it. And they get in debt and they, you know, use credit cards and get into a bunch of debt that they can never get themselves out of. So it's wisdom for you, you know, to be able to know that, hey, I need to stay with my moms right now while I get myself situated. Now, what you do need to do, make sure that, you know, you like J.E. said, you have you have goals in place like, hey, I want to be, you know, able to get out on my own by such and such date. And it doesn't have to be don't give your uh, two months. I'm going to be out like, no, like give yourself some time, but set a realistic goal. Hey, I want to be out of my mom's house. How do I do that? How much is it going to cost for me to, you know, have my own place? What are my bills going to be? Know that number and figure out how you're going to get there, whether, you know, you're saving up your money or you're looking at a, you know, getting a promotion on your job or maybe another job that pays more or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's leveraging some of your gifts and talents, you know, starting a you know YouTube channel or whatever the case may be. But come up with a plan, you know, um, to try to get yourself out of that situation. But take advantage of it. Uh, there's a lot of wealthy people and that's what they do. Like they'll get married and be staying like downstairs in their parents' house. Now, a lot of times these are affluent people who have like big houses and stuff like that, but that's what they do. Like they'll have a basement and they'll stay down there with their family and they'll save up until they have a down payment for a house for a mortgage. <clears throat> so they get a jump start. So my advice would be take advantage of that time. Save your money. You know what I mean? Save your money and then I like real estate, so I would say use it for a down payment on, you know, a house because I won't get into all the details of real estate. That's another uh, that's a different podcast. But I think what you're doing is wise. So don't be discouraged and take advantage of that time. And don't. And I know you say you're 35. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Your life is your life. And see, most people, they get out the house. They do what they got to do and get in debt to portray an image that's fake. That ain't going to. That ain't going to add up. That ain't going to uh, sustain itself. Listen, I'm pretty sure I got picked on. I drove my mom's beat up Cavalier for a long time. Didn't have my own car. My car broke down. My mom's car broke down. And then I had to walk to work. I had to take the bus to work. I had, I had to take bus to my own Bible studies to preach in front of 50 plus people. Sometimes 20, sometimes 50. I had to take a bus there and catch a ride back home. But look where I'm at now. Makes for a great story. <laughs> cool. How much time you got left, BD? Want to make sure I, we both get be stewards of our time for sure. We got oh, we yeah. Let's, go ahead. <clears throat> let's hit up this. Um, let's hit up this. Uh, this or that. Where we how far down? Where we? What's the what's the gentleman or lady's name? Ah uh, shoot! I knew where it was. Now I don't. And for this the, or that. This oh. or that. Uh, Would you? Okay, Candy Girl. Let me find Candy Girl. Candy Girl. Easy come, easy go. Oh, oh, that's her other comment. Is it? Oh, it is at. Uh, I scrolled away from it. Uh, eight thirteen. Eight thirteen. Oh, it's way up here. It's up here. Eight thirteen. Oh, she did a this or that way up here. Oh, I can't go no further. to eight forty one p.m. Oh, for real? Wait, what? 
Oh, I mean, you're in a different time zone. My bad. So it would be nine thirteen for you. Wow, it would be nine thirteen for you. My bad. Thank you. No, it's okay. Different time zone. Central, Eastern in the building. A Candy girl, this or that. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, we got two this or that's back to back. Well, all right. Go ahead, BD. Uh, this or that. Would you rather be able to only call no video or only text all of your contacts for the rest of your life? Mm. Would you rather be able to only call no video or only text? Uh, I'm horrible at texting. My initial thought is definitely I would rather call, but I don't know. Oh, you're right. Call all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't always be wanting to talk on the phone. Sometimes I'll be wanting to hit you with that text action. So I honestly, man, honestly, if I don't see you, no need to call you. So I'll text you all the days of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I got my wife, you know. Oh, yeah. If I need to, if I need to call you, I can go see you. That's true. Because yeah. the higher you go. As a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother, ain't friend, that many people I talk to. Ain't that many people. My immediate family, JE, the wife, co-workers, but I definitely don't care to call them. I'd be happy if they can't call me. <laughs> so I, I'll just, I'd rather just if if I need to if I need to call you, I'll go, I'll find you. So yeah. that text day, I'll text for the rest of my life. I think I might have to go with text on that one if I have to choose one. Oh, that was easy. Next one. This or that from Christian single mom Shantae. Yeah. Would you, that's a name. Uh, would you rather have written every book you wrote or have all of your social platforms to continue to spread the gospel? Mm. So would you rather have your books or your social media platforms? Oh, she's talking to me. Oh. Yeah, I haven't written any books, Jane. Christian, I will say I will I will pick the books. Because the books I own, Zuckerberg and all them can cut me off social media. But my books will last forever. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather uh, have written every book you wrote or have all of your social media platforms. Oh, you mean I couldn't do the videos? I was surprised you went so quickly with books. I oh, mean, I, I thought she meant just a oh, wow. That's a tough one. Man, no more YouTube. No more Facebook. No more IG. People don't read no more, so I keep my social media. If you don't have your social media platforms, I'm pretty sure that probably fuels your your book uh, sales. Yeah. And oh, she didn't say audio books. Just joking. Honestly, I would do the videos because I got, I mean, I have content in these videos that, man, I can write about 60 books if I really watch these videos again. That's a tough one, man. I, I Well, I would just keep myself, oh man, but what if what if they cut it all off and take it all away? That's true. I mean, I doubt it, but I guess it's possible. I mean, they I mean, you never know. We we we're coming into a day and age, brother. Mm. They're talking about chipping, folks. We're coming to a day age, you no man will be able to buy or sell unless they have the mark of the beast. That's true, that's true. Buying and selling happens online. You ain't gonna be able to have no videos. So I would keep I would keep my books. Okay. Do we have another this or that, or we're done for the day, BD? I think that's all the this or that. I Can y'all answer my question? What makes a man intimidated for marriage? I feel like there's so many. Oh, I done skipped, folks. Or oh, people be mad at me. 
Oh yeah, that's a lot of questions. I don't think we was able to get to. But if you got yeah. one, we'll 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 go to one. Only because I saw yours. Everybody else gonna be mad at me. Akua been commenting the whole time though. She been she been she. Oh, she been she been she been in she been in there. She been busy. Yeah. She been busy. Yeah. Akua Babuda says. What makes a man uh, intimidated for marriage? I feel like there's so many reasons. Uh, there are. Um, so here's the thing. And I'll let Josh, I'm, I'm sure Josh probably has some more scriptural um, advice uh, than my mind is going to be real practical. Like for real, guys are not wired the same way that women are wired. What I mean by that is like, I think like women, y'all's like, um, y'all are wired to be in a relationship with one person. And you know, like that's y'all's ultimate, I, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like in most cases, that's kind of like, you know, y'all's, that's a major goal. That's a major aspiration. Um, I don't think that comes as naturally to us as men because we are designed kind of like to hunt. And so that that's good. If you are, if you, if you have that desire, um, backed by a solid relationship with God, because he's going to direct that, you know, that, that instinct and that desire to hunt. And once you, you know, get what that, what you have hunted for, you know, you will understand that, okay, I can't just go keep hunting. You know, I, it's my responsibility to now, uh, as the hunter to protect that, which God has given to me. So, but that's not like, I think, uh, I don't think that's as natural. The protect part kind of is, but the hunt part is also a natural instinct for us. So that's something that we kind of have to put aside and discipline ourselves, um, when it comes to getting married. So I say all that to say, um, for a man to enter into marriage, that's meaning that we aren't hunting no more. Like we can't hunt no more. Like that part of our instinct, that part of our life is over. Um, and that intimidates a lot of men. It just does. And I'm not saying, you know, it intimidated me. Now, obviously I'm a man of God. I understand my responsibilities. I understand that I have to die to certain things in my life getting married. And it's the same thing for women. They have to die to certain things, you know, that, um, but it's just different challenges. Um, but for men, that's something that we would, we have to die to when we talk about getting married. So that's why, that's one of the main reasons why marriage can be intimidating. Another reason is just because marriage is a lot of responsibility. Yeah. We talk about it in the podcast, um, in the Bible, it talks about how, you know, we are the the man is the head of the home. The man uh, is responsible to God for what happens in that household. It's a lot of responsibility. Um, God is looking at you. God is looking at you to lead the household. God is looking at you to be responsible for, you know, his daughter that he's putting you uh, in stewardship over. God's provide uh, looking at you to provide godly seed and make the correct decisions and, and guide your family um, in a way that's pleasing to God. So, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of sacrifice, and it, it 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 intimidates a lot of men. There's not too much to add to that. That's just real talk. It's not easy. 
and, and a lot of men, um, the reason why a lot of men leave is because many are not necessarily leave. a lot of reason why a lot of men are intimidated is because they didn't have no guidance. Um, there's anxiety and they want to stay boys. You know what I'm saying? Marriage is for real men. And some men marry you, but see, pe people don't break marriage. Marriage breaks people. Mm. It's that simple. No, no, marriage is too holy to be broken by people. It's just too heavy for immature people. It breaks people. And so what happens is when you know the weight of it, a man, a good man, it's going to take his time. He's going to ease himself into it. Because like BD says, like, 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 if we're really honest, marriage is made for both men and women. But it's, it's, why do you think the script says sacrifice? Sacrifice is a stronger word than submission. <laughs> no matter how you slice it. Sacrifice me. And it's true. We have to, we are in a constant state of sacrifice. Bruh, do you, do, if we can be honest, do you know how, do you know how much time do we give to ourselves versus who we give that time to everybody else? We get this much. The rest of this is sacrifice. I didn't it's, get to watch the Michael Jordan documentary the other night because I was watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm not proud of it, but it's a sacrifice and it comes with marriage. I'm sorry, J.E., go ahead and finish. Yeah, man, I was at the store helping my niece and nephews get bikes. I didn't eat till 930 last night. <laughs> and, but but the joy, my heart was full of joy. So men who really want marriage don't mind it because that's what makes a man feel joyful is being able to provide and protect. But a lot of men that's intimidated because they look at you and they say, you're the only one that I can be with forever. So if a man who doesn't have self-control over his loins, he ain't going to want to get married. A man who is poor financially ain't going to want to get married. Now, there's some people who got a zeal for marriage and they get married. But when they cross over that line and see how tough it is and how they're not ready for it. Guys be jumping off of cliffs. Men be jumping into other people, women's houses because it's tough. And you have to be a tough man to do this tough work. And you have to be toughing up by God. Well. And humble yourself. And if you want that kind of man, you wouldn't mind the weight because that man is hand stitch. If you want your Honda Accord, get your Honda Accord. Right. But if you want, if you want a S class, if you want a man that's a Roy's Royce caliber type of man, takes longer time for those to be built. And let me tell you what you don't want. Like all of y'all who are, um, you know, waiting and being paid, waiting on the right person and, 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 you know, struggling with patience. Like, let me tell you what you don't want. You do not want the wrong person. Oh. You do not want a bad marriage. That's hell on earth. Oh, man. You don't is, want that. That's hell on earth. You do not want, you know, to be in a relationship, in a marriage where you have to come home to that person every day. And, you know, you don't like that person. You don't, you know, y'all don't get along. Like, y'all arguing all the time. Y'all <clears> can't <throat> agree on nothing. And you, oh, BD. And, they, and you think loneliness is bad? Imagine right. being lonely in a house with in somebody. Same house. You know how many people I've coached and talked to? And how they got a boo, they got a man, and what I'm on the phone on their Instagram at the same time, and it's two totally different couples. So you think loneliness being by yourself is bad? Imagine being lonely with the wrong person. And there's countless of marriages 
where people are lonely. Women are lonely. Men are lonely. Yep. That's why I'm glad I got my wife, man. So, so that's what I'm saying, man. I, I didn't get married to th- Lord 32. Man, you think loneliness is bad? Single? Boy. Single, you got the hope of, you know, that person, that right person is coming. Were you married? And you got the wrong person and you and lonely? You, and you got you got to come back home to that? The only way out of that is divorce. And you got to go through all them legal proceedings and hiring and if, attorneys and attorneys and all that. And if you love God and you stuck, now you got to trust God to refurbish and renew and redeem and restore your marriage. Mm. How, and God, God can't make nobody do nothing. So you don't know how many years. I've heard stories where women were married to a man and man didn't get saved till he was 60 some years old. Mm. So listen, I rather I rather for you to wait seven years on this side instead of waiting 17 years for God to for that person to humble themselves before God. Man, I'm trying to tell you, if you want a man made by God, let God make him. Because all that time you use waiting for the right one will feel like five minutes. Because if you wait, Time goes slow, but if you work your time, time goes by fast. Either way, if you if you're supposed to be single for the next three years, three years gonna come whether you like it or not. So you might as well make the best use of these three years. I ain't prophesying, so don't be talking. Don't be thinking I'm talking about you. you got three years. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, no, no, coach. April twenty first. You said three years. It's four years. I'm just giving an example, not a prophecy. Yeah, man, you 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 want to like being patient is a good thing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a good thing. You want you want you want um you want the person who is tailor made for you. Like if 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 I'm getting a suit, I can get a suit quick. Like I can go to J.C. Penney and grab a suit off the rack, and I can have it today. But if I want them to tailor make that suit for me, then I have to go up there. I have to stand up. They have to take my measurements, get my arm length. They have to get my neck. You know what I mean? They have to get my measurements. That takes time. Then they tell you, okay, uh, it's going to be another week or so. We got to tailor the suit to your specific specifications. And then when you get the suit, it is tailor made. It fits you. It makes you look good. It makes you look the best you can possibly look, but it takes more time. Like I said, you can go and you can grab the suit right off the rack. If you want to do that, you can do it. Trust me. You can hop on Tinder. Saw somebody ask, should they get on Tinder? No, you should not. You can hop on Tinder. You can get somebody tomorrow. But if you want that tailor-made suit, if you want that person who is tailored specifically for you that God has, let him get your measurements. Let him let him get that thing right and, and take the time that it takes to let get him, that. Let him be a trainer to get you to the right size to fit the suit that he has for you. Mm. Some people you you get mad at God like, but you can't fit him. You can't fit her because you're not in shape for that. You want a man of God, but you ain't been in your word. You want a woman of God, but you don't know how to pray. You want a man who's fit and go to the gym, but you eating eating Oreos and ice cream and can't even get out the front door. Come on now. You you want this shape, this figure, but you can't fit it yourself. Come on now. So, man, I'm trying to tell you, patience is a beautiful thing. Sometimes patience, patience is not working on them. Patience is working on you. Let patience have her perfect work on you. So 
turn your waiting time into working. Do you know how much free food I got by patiently waiting? Do you know how many lines I cut for patiently waiting? Do you know how many blessings I got by patiently waiting? I, I, I initiate patience because I know I get blessed every time I'm patient. I sit there with a smile and a lady would be like, I see you got that one thing. Come in this line. And then she shut the line after I'm gone. Favor comes with patience because patience comes from understanding. I'm going to sit here because I'm going to see what's going on. Impulsive people miss important things. Patient people can perceive important things. So what I'm saying is God is like, I, I want to, but the man and the woman that, that, that you can't even wear them. You can't even fit in their purpose. You're too big for it. You're too small for it. Eat some more of me. You know what I'm saying? And so what we're trying to say is, man, time is a blessing. Yes. Because there's people who are married who wish they were single. Man. It's crazy how single people envy married people and then get married and then envy single people together. Right. That's what you don't want to do. All right, J.E. Yeah, I that's it, man. I think it's done because I don't want you to start. You look like you, you're about to start preaching, man. I don't man, want you to. Man, no, I'm done. I done coached people today, full <laughs> day, and um, I we was we was all around town today. I just want to give y'all that word. The Holy Spirit just want me to give y'all that. I ain't mean to be. I know it was kind of harsh. It was hard. It was a hard saying, but the yeah. truth hurts and the truth heals. Absolutely. All right. Well, oh. I think. Oh, what you got? Nah, you good, BD. Let me um get the branding up for the, for this week's podcast, BD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow we are dropping a new episode, Five Red Flags in Men, uh, that if you see these red flags, hey, you might want to, hey, not necessarily a deal breaker, but it's something that you definitely want to pay attention to and uh, and take heed. Um, so that's dropping tomorrow at noon on the Good Guys podcast. Check that out. Other than that, I don't think next we're week, take next week, we always do part ones and part two. Next week is going to be red flag, red flags in women. Yeah. Yep. So for the men, five red flags that you um, could potentially see in women next week. All right. Check that out tomorrow. It'll be dropping at noon. Um, we are not. Okay. You <laughs> should <laughs> never gave me the switchboard, BD. You're right, you're right. Uh, I mean, my yeah. producer bad, BD. Power drunk over there, drunk with power. All right. Um, what? That's what? Oh, yeah. That, okay. Yep. That's that's the current episode. Thank you, Jay. I, I don't know what we would have done without that. If you haven't already seen that, okay, that's two weeks ago. Uh, we're not going to answer any more questions tonight. Uh, I think Josh needs to go lay down somewhere. I do. I do. Um, but if you have not already done so, hit that subscribe button so that you know whenever we're dropping new content and whenever we go live. Um, if you have not uh, followed us on Instagram, we are on Instagram at Good Guys Pod. Uh, I think the Good Guys Pod. We're on Facebook at the Good Guys Podcast. We drop content on there, snippet videos and stuff like that as well. So make sure you subscribe or follow those pages. Other than that, I don't think I have anything else to announce. I'm a happily married man, a humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy, Slim Rev, happily married as well. We're the Good Guys Podcast. Y'all have a good night and stay safe out there. And we will see y'all next week. Peace.